Happy New Year, my friends. I'm so glad that you have found us here in the new year. If you are new here, this is the Forte Catholic Podcast. We're all about sharing the joy of the gospel with you. We've got a great show today to kick off the new year. Father Anthony is here. We do a state of the Forte, kind of looking back at the last year. And some of the things that you guys helped us accomplish, um, we also ring in the new year with none other than J.P. Quinn, the guy who originated our Forte Mezzo Piano segment, which is all about J.P.'s hot takes and what Father Anthony and I think about them. And then we close out the show with Father Anthony um, inventing a new game for me to play because he likes making me look bad on my own show. So uh, if you enjoy today's show, please hit subscribe. Um, as we mentioned last week, it has been a very good second half of the last year for us, and we are looking to keep that momentum going. So if you haven't yet, subscribe or if you listen to podcasts. Even if you are listening on the podcast, please go to youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Subscribe there. We just hit 600 subscribers. We were only 400 away from making YouTube partner, which would just be huge. Huge for us to reach more people and help us out financially. It doesn't cost you a thing. Just hit and subscribe over there. We hope that you guys enjoy today's episode. We hope that you had a blessed Christmas season and, and enjoyed your New Year's Eve and day. And uh, thanks for starting your year out with us. Enjoy. Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Father Anthony Sharapa. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all that stuff. It is 2022, which is so silly to me because it's just the number 20 and then the number 2. <laughs> number 20 twice and then the number 2. 2022. Okay, okay. I guess you're right. I don't know why that's a thing. It's very weird to me because you're like, okay. did you say 20 twice? And you're like, yes, yes, I did. And then I added a two to tell you that I said 20 twice. I'm very excited for the next like four months where I can't remember what year it is. That's my favorite part of the new year. Oh, I haven't, I haven't really known since March of 2020. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> um, so what we do every year, for, first of all, we're still in the Christmas season. Merry Christmas, Father Anthony. Merry Christmas, Taylor. Um, so how we are going to do today's show is a what I thought was a yearly tradition. We'll get into why it wasn't, or why it hasn't been. But we, we're going to do um, a Forte Catholic year in review, a state of the Forte, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are going to do, we're going to start off the new year with one of our favorite uh, segments about hot takes with our friend J.P. Quinn. Uh, oh, who got so exciting. Who got run off the show last time. His takes were so bad last time. He got we were run both off yelling at him so much. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it literally, I forgot about this. We were te- he, he was texting me about it earlier when we were setting up the interview. Or, the, you know, the, the whatever. And yeah. he, he was like, I shared a take so bad, you just ended the interview. Like, I, we just, he shared a take, and I was just like, bye, we'll be right back. It's <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever done, and I didn't remember it until today. <laughs> um, so he's going to do that, starting us off with uh, Forte Mezzo Piano with some hot takes, and we're going to see how hot they actually are. And then you have decided a, 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 on, a, on a segment all on your own about yeah. what child is this? A, a Christmas-themed segment as we continue our Christmas celebration. So... Um, what has been a yearly thing on this show, I, I, I go back every year and I look at, you know, we, we go through what were the top 10 most popular episodes. We'll do that mm-hmm. of the year. We'll do that today. Uh, one of my favorite parts about that is like, which co-host had the most <laughs> of, of the popular episodes. That's, <laughs> that's a yearly tradition. Um, like how many, like, are we growing? Like, did the show grow this year? Um, looking back at, at events, looking back at, you know, just like all the things that we do as a ministry and seeing how, how they all went and kind of looking at the highlights. So, um, apparently, uh, I thought this was a yearly tradition, but I went back and looked at my notes and I, I found like 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. And then I looked for the notes in like December of 2020 or January, 2021. Yeah. And I was like, where are these notes? Like, I'm really good at keeping notes. I'm really good at, like, keeping stats for the show. And I'm like, where is this? I couldn't find it. And then I found the notes for the January first show of 2021, which would have been a look back at 2020. And apparently how that show started was I looked back for something good this year and couldn't find it and moved on (laughs) with the segment. That was it. 
That was the year in review. <laughs> That's it's probably fair to be honest. That was yeah. a rough one. <laughs> so this is the 2021 year in review with some stats not so sure because I don't have a barometer for what we did the year before. So um this this year, by the way, is the first year that I have been full time with Forte Catholic ever because I started in 2020 in like April or May. Right. Wow. Yeah. So this is my first full time year. Um, and so we're going to look at these things. We're going to look at the podcast. We're going to look at episodes. So um, whenever the pandemic hit in 2020, like our downloads took took a hit. I think most podcasts did. Yeah. Which you would think like, oh, no, nobody has anything to do. You listen to more podcasts and it's like, no, it was just, it's a routine thing. People just got out of the routine. So 2021, we started seeing some growth. Like we still, we were on this huge trajectory of growth and then March 2020 hit and then we dipped for a while. Now we're like slowly getting back to the growth. Um, but this year we had about 50,000, which is still, is still our best year ever, which is exciting. Nice. Um, November, we had 6,000 downloads in, in a month. That was last month or, you know, whatever, you know, the last full month. And, yeah. uh, there's the most most we ever had. So that's cool. We're, we're like starting to get back on the growth train, which is good for me because I felt like, oh, all the work that I did with my life just fell apart. <laughs> you know, so it's good, yes. to, it's good to be Which back. literally happened for like hundreds and thousands of Americans, <laughs> right, exactly. but only sort of happened for you. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I did lose over half my salary, but I'm not mentioning okay, that today. Okay, sorry. Yes, true. We're looking back at the... Um, so I can't say exactly how many we've gotten this year. It was around 50,000. And I know that because we have, we uh, total, uh, as of like the end of 2021, we have 175,000 downloads total with 100,000 of that being in the last two years. So even with the dip and everything, like the last two years have taken over the first four. <laughs> so that's good. Yes. Exponential. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to walk through, um, the top 10 episodes of 2021. Um, and then at the end, we will reveal, uh, you know, like which co-host had the most. You might figure it out before then. The most. <laughs> <laughs> so the number one episode, if you, if you I'm, I'm going to give you the hint and say that it's you because it usually is. Yeah. Uh, the number one episode, most watched and listened to episode of Forte Catholic of the year. It was with you. Who do you think? What episode do you think it was? Oh my goodness! What was the most listened to? Was was uh, Caitlin Two of Token on one of those episodes? Not not with you. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I have no. Was it our big uh, group episode? It was not. We didn't do one of those this year. Uh, oh, what wow. was the most most different episode that you and I did this year? The most different episode. I can't remember. Literally look different than every other episode we've ever done. <laughs> oh, was it the one we did live at my house? Yes, live from wow. Pittsburgh. It's yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> Not my house, my brother's house. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, the Sharapa house. So, uh, live in Pittsburgh, which had the one of the best moments in show history ever. Right. You remember this? I can't take credit for this. This is all my brother's work. <laughs> He, he helped set everything up. He was actually the quasi-producer for the show. And during the middle of one of our segments, there was a window in the background, and he goes outside the house and just very slowly and awkwardly crawls through the window as you and I are trying to keep a straight face the entire time. It was brilliant. We were talking about it – was, it was the most serious segment we did all day. We were talking yeah. about how I hate that like a lot of Catholics, especially – like. Uh, I, I won't say which kind of Catholics, yeah. but yeah. Uh, using effeminate as a negative term for right. Catholic, within Catholicism. That's what we were talking about when your brother crawled through the window. And it was it was so funny. We also did the best commercials we've ever done on this yes, show. Yes, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> you poured water all over yourself. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked about gambling. Uh, we got it. Uh, I had forgotten about this. Uh, a letter from my best friend when he was in high school asking his mom for texting. <laughs> oh, right. That was so good. That was such a good show. <laughs> so uh, if, you, if you missed that one, it was probably one of our best shows of the year. It's 246. We'll post all of these. Don't worry. Um, number 252 was hosted was co-hosted by Liv, and it was, you've actually already mentioned what happened on it. It was the J.R.R. Tolkien, Jokin Rolkin Tolkin, versus C.S. Lewis. And uh, Caitlin Fachista yes. and David Bates came on to debate once and for all. The finality of all debates about C.S. Lewis <laughs> and Tolkien happened right here on uh, episode 252. 
Uh, that was so much fun. Uh, we talked about internet trolls, memes, um, and why I hate the term "daddy god." It was it was quite the e- the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good lineup too. Holy smokes! Yeah, exactly. Um, number three was episode two hundred and fifty-seven, co-hosted by. If if you just guess you, you'll probably be right. Most of yeah, I'm guessing, me. I'm guessing all the ones. Yeah. Um, we yelled about seminarians and a bunch of the thoughts that we have about them, like how they shouldn't be wearing collars and many oh, other yeah. things. Oh yeah, yes. another spicy episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Edmund joined to talk about the catechism, and uh, we talked about crazy personal devotions. Where if your personal devotion becomes more distracting to people than it is helping you pray, you probably yes. shouldn't be doing it anymore. That was fun. Yes, walking up and down the aisles on your knees and right. all kinds of <laughs> going out of a church that's like 300 yards long backwards <laughs> bowing every step it's so funny um 254 episode 254 was number four and honestly i think it is like my most like it is the thing that has stuck with me the most the realization that i shared on this episode has become a mantra for my life and i think about it like every other day and it's when i realized that we are all called to be just like jesus yes yes Jesus never apologized, so I'm trying to be like Jesus, so I will never right, apologize. Right, because like, that follows perfectly. I haven't apologized since episode 254 because I'm yes, trying to be more I'm like sure Jesus your life this year. <laughs> and everyone around you, their lives are better because of that episode. 100%. Uh, it helps that I'm always right. Um, <laughs> you came up with the idea of, of, of going through two different engagement prayers, and I, and I oh, had yeah. to judge them. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, we went through everyone's favorite band. We t- we got that we gleaned spiritual insights from Nickelback's photograph. Nickelback, yes. <laughs> we did a biblical exegesis on Nickelback. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure if people enjoy it. Like this segment is one of my favorites of the year because like I don't listen to the show, so I don't remember a lot of the stuff that we do because I have to think about the next week and what we're gonna do then. So this is the one time a year I get to relive this stuff. I'm like, hey, we were funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, episode 224, co-hosted by. Me. Yeah. Uh, we talked about cancel culture and that holy people can still do good things when they're clueless. Honestly, uh, this yeah. looked like the most uh, boring episode on the top 10 to me. <laughs> I looked right. at it and I'm like, I don't remember this. <laughs> but it was that was like timely, though. That was like cancel culture was very much in the news. Uh, I feel like it has been for the last like forever. But in particular, <laughs> yeah. stuff was going on. People click on that stuff. Yeah. Um, number six, 244, co-hosted by... Me. <laughs> um, we talked about how real men compliment each other only behind their backs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is another thing that I have taken to uh, taken to doing. I learned so much on this show. Um, wow. Uh, JP came on and shared uh, the worst version of hot takes we've ever done in Forza, Forza Mezzo Piano. Good. I'm glad he made the top ten because that was something special. <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad. Like it got. It, uh, it, I think it was one of the more popular ones because he got all of his friends to listen to it to uh, gang up against me and you about how poorly we treated him. But he like, deserved literally, it. Literally, we've never been like we've never agreed so much and right. so angrily at the same time on the show before. He brought us together like no other topic ever has. It was it was something special. I, I mean, our powers combined, and it, it was it was a G force that no one has ever seen before on this or. Um, we we uh we went through the Panje lingua in English so that you actually yes. know what's going on whenever you're yes. singing it in church. Um, episode two forty, co-hosted by me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said this then, and I think it might still be true. The funniest episode of the year. We brought back the life verse segment after a long time. My oh yeah, my clairvoyance and how God speaks to me and mm-hmm. gives to, to give people life verses that literally always work. <laughs> Uh, we talked about how I uh, everybody was against virtue signaling, signaling, and I'm like, I th- uh, I think that's how we all learned how to be Catholic. I'm totally cool with virtue signaling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and one of my favorite events of the year, I surprised you and pulled up two clip two clips of you messing up in mass, and we shared wow. them live on the yeah. show. <laughs> My goodness, I was very surprised. Oh, I mean, nothing brings me more joy. That's probably the worst part of this pandemic is that like my homilies, instead of being forgotten, are now like permanently on the internet for people to dissect. Uh, you can you can say the pandemic's bad, but for me, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, number two hundred fifty-six, co-hosted by 
Me? No! Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It was Liv. I drove to her studio, so it wasn't a different place. Apparently, people don't like me here. They like something different. (laughs) Go somewhere else. (laughs) They don't like me or here, so we'll see what happens. They apparently just like you, and I am am one of their few avenues to get to you. So we were at Liv's studio. We did chicken soup for the shroll, which is always hard for her because mm-hmm. she loves to talk about depressing stories all the time. So I make her, I just say every every segment is chicken soup for the shroll. We're doing positive today. Yes. <laughs> uh, Catherine Whitaker was there live. We talked about um, like anchors in our lives and AM football. It was good. And uh, we talked about uh, one of your favorite topics that you recently tackled on, on your other podcast, Salvation in the Multiverse. That was fun. Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Number nine, episode 232, co-hosted by me. Yay! <laughs> Back on top, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think this might have I think this was the introduction. If not, it was the second time we did it. I think it was the introduction, though. The introduction of your segment that you came up with all on your own that is now my favorite segment. <laughs> yeah. It's like the what did we call it? Complicated Catholic words. Fancy or something? Catholic words. Yeah. Fancy Catholic words. Yes. <laughs> so you come up with like words from Catholicism that mm-hmm. that that I one hundred percent know because I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and you tell us what they 100% truthfully are. <laughs> right, and I, um, I I say I get them all right. The comments say I got about two out of eight right every time, but I say all of my yeah. definitions were correct. Uh, yes. I think that went way better than you thought it would. <laughs> yes, I was like, will this work, will it not work? You really, you really, you know, I had the idea, but you brought it home. I mean, lying with full sincerity is one of my greatest traits. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, and right uh, going coming right off the heels of that statement we also had sam blair on the show who is a navy seal to talk about the opposite of lying in public uh we talked yes. about grit and like you know like uh, it was it was just really good uh, i really liked him a lot and you and i talked about using comedy and evangelization and number 10 co-hosted by me no! Oh, <laughs> Allison. Allison. Allison made the board. She sneaked yeah. into number 10, episode 223. And I think this number 10 is, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It, it, it's kind of the, the, the fact that this episode made number 10 is kind of a symbol for what 2021 was. Um, mm. Also, why I'm saying this is a bug flying around me and it's very distracting. Which I is awesome. thought you were being... Italian like hey, me. Hey, 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 <laughs> get out of here, you fly. I'm trying to talk here. <laughs> um, but that, so we did an episode because it snowed here in Texas and it was beautiful and we loved it and we talked about how much we loved it. And two all weeks right. later, more snow came and shut down all of Texas and we yes. almost died. <laughs> yes, so, I remember that. That just was like, a big thing. I mean, the, this episode was, we think things are good now. And oh, honey, you have no idea. Like, that's what that episode was. <laughs> oh, you like this nice thing? <laughs> oh, you like this? <laughs> You're happy for a second? Here's- Sorry, fool. It's 2021. <laughs> oh, you liked one inch of snow? I'll give you more. <laughs> Shut down your entire power grid. Enjoy the oh, inside man. of your house being 39 degrees. <laughs> Uh, we also talked about cuss is cussing a sin, which is which is mm. fun. Um, so that is the top ten. So um, who do you think had the most uh, <laughs> most popular co-host this year? Wow, it's probably uh, by the sounds of it, John Blevins. Uh, yeah, John didn't make the list at all, which which he usually has one or two episodes a year. You are usually the most popular, but with about like five or six, and then the others yeah. have like one or two. You had eight this year. <laughs> no, wait, I lied, I lied, I lied. You had seven. Liv, yeah. Liv had two. Allison mm-hmm. squeezed in to the top ten. Uh, John, I'm going to mess with it. Uh, he got better towards the end of the year, but yeah. I told him last year when he only had, like, one, I think. He was, I was, he was like, oh, I'm going to be sharing it like crazy this year, and then he didn't share it until, like, the last few months he's been really good. He's been retweeting yeah. and sharing and all this stuff. I'm really proud of him. But, bud. It's just too little, too late. <laughs> shame. To shame. be fair, he took like four months off. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. You know, but, but uh, this is no the, excuses. Winners are winners, losers are losers. This is the biggest sweep. No, like this is the biggest sweep ever. Seven to two to one to zero. Incredible. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of me too. 
I, I, I'm surprised, but proud. I, I mean, like the only thing that has changed is that you have like completely like this year you completely gave up all social media. And I yeah. literally think it's just because you're this mysterious <laughs> being now. Like nobody, no, nobody would listen to you on here when you were on social media. You'd share about it to your hundreds of thousands of followers, and no one cared. But now everybody's like, "Ooh, that Father Anthony that used to be the king of Catholic Twitter. Where is he? Well, there's only two places he could be." Who <laughs> knows? <laughs> um, so, last two things: yeah, YouTube and events. Uh, here in our year in review, the uh, state of the forte. YouTube was a big focus for me this year. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I was actually really happy to see these numbers. Um, we got 60,000 views on our YouTube channel. Uh, 2,100 uh, hours were watched um, by viewers of, of our stuff on YouTube. And we got over 250 new subscribers. So we are nice. on our way. We had this goal by the end of the year to make YouTube partner. We did not make it, but we are getting closer um and we have a lot of momentum so if you have not subscribed yet um we also we not only do we have this show every week um where you can see us and interact with us and see me being an italian swatting a fly and things like that uh but we started our our catholic perspective series which is like uh uh, Catholic, like you know, a Catholics take on pop culture stuff. So we did a lot of like yeah. Disney, Marvel, Loki, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, The Morning Show, like stuff like that. Um, we've also we do, like talks are coming back, so I put up a few talks and those sorts of things. So not just the silliness of the show, but we get a little bit more serious in some of those, some of those other things. Um, so that was exciting. And then, as I mentioned, events came back. So I mean, before the pandemic, I was doing about 50, 40 to fifty events a year. Uh, did 18 this year, so more than 2020, which is more good. More than zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, highlights, I emceed Godstock, which is like Woodstock, but for Catholics. So smaller. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone's huffing from the thurible. Like, what is this? I need to go to one of these. <laughs> yeah. what, what is in that? <laughs> um uh, a couple of tasks and conferences in Iowa and Little Rock. Little Rock was gorgeous. I loved that one. Went to Life Team Camp for the first time uh, and a few retreats. So, um, and things are looking good. Like, we have more traction here in the last three months of this year. So, I'm ex- I'm actually excited for 2022. Got a lot yeah. of events, like, on the books already. So, after one full year of working on this full time, things are looking better. We've been able to salvage through the crap of the last couple of years. Um, and Father Anthony is king. That is our year in review. <laughs> Sounds like a great year. Great year for everyone in Forte Catholic. Uh, yeah. Well, except for John. <laughs> except for John. <laughs> yeah, we're all disappointed in John, but you know. Well, uh, we all know he doesn't listen to the podcast. So, uh, John, I just want to say one thing to you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. J.P. Quinn is joining the show. We're going to uh, go through some of his hot takes and hopefully not kick him off the show mid-segment. Uh, don't go anywhere. It's a new year, y'all, and that means for you single Catholics, it's time to find your Catholic love story. Our friends over at Catholic Match would love for you to sign up today. And you know what? If you're single, I'd love for you to sign up too. And you know what? Um, Ever since we've been partners with Catholic Match, and we have been for like the last year, I see a lot of people like, oh, I had a bad experience on Catholic Match, so uh, I'm not going to do it anymore. And let me ask you this. That's all I've been thinking about when 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 Catholic Match comes to my mind. People complain about it. It's like, look, have you ever had a bad experience dating in real life? Have you ever had a bad experience dating someone you met at church? There's going to be bad experiences in dating, guys. It doesn't mean Catholic match is bad or wrong. Sign up today. What can it hurt? Seriously. Uh, you can sign up for a free account, um, or you can go to uh, fortecatholic.com slash match and get, get signed up for a free account today. Start your Catholic love story. Find your Catholic loving person. I was pulling out my notes, and I almost said something really weird. Um, so it's free. Make a free profile today. Do it if you are a single Catholic. Also, um, in addition, uh, I did a uh, Instagram takeover, and we have a video for all single Catholics on our YouTube channel. Again, that's youtube.com slash forte Catholic. Just search single and Catholic on our channel, and you'll find it. It's me and a professional uh, counselor who's also single uh, talking about how to live life as a single Catholic these days. So check that out. Sign up for Catholic Match. Do it now. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is still Father Anthony Sharapa. And 
even after his last appearance, which we actually talked about in the last segment, yes, uh, he's back. Despite uh, my my better judgment, we're bringing in the new year with some hot takes from our hot take friend JP Quinn to host the game that he invented that we still have a dumb name for Piano Mezzo Forte or Forte Mezzo Piano. We're not sure. This game changes and the name changes every time, but it's still a hit. Hello, JP. How are you? I am doing just fine. How are you? I'm doing great. So we hated everything you said last time, uh, but you have you have you changed one thing. We hated your appearance, and you thought yep. one thing would change that. And what was that upgrade that you made? I got a new microphone for Christmas, <laughs> so now at least it won't sound as bad when I'm saying the terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so JP, I think I think I've explained the game before. Whenever you come on and played it, but you invented the game, so like, why, why don't you explain it in your mind how this game works? <laughs> sure. So I'll say something that might be a controversial thing to say, or or an opinion that maybe not everyone shares. And then I leave it to you and, and the dear father, Anthony, here to decide how you feel about that. And so you can rate what I've said either as, as forte, as something that is in, in those, whatever language that is, is a strong, Italiano. loud. Italiano. Italiano, maybe a little Latin in there, I don't know. But uh, the forte is, is something strong and loud. And yes, that's a good take or a uh, piano would be something that is soft and maybe we shouldn't say so loudly because it's a terrible take. And, and mezzo is like, eh, it's just normal, whatever. Or yeah, everyone thinks that that's, that's not a big deal. See, this is interesting. So, so because last time we played, we rated it on the spiciness, not on whether or not it was right or wrong, or we agreed with it because we disagree with everything you said, but <laughs> we had well, different levels of disagreement. So now yeah. it's, now it's like, Forte, we agree with your hot take. No, it, it, well, you you take it however you want because you don't ever listen <laughs> no, to the rules. we don't take so. it however we want. Like, <laughs> I, I play it the way that the game is set up, like JP said, and Father Anthony always does. He changes his rules every time. Maybe I just don't understand the rules. Whatever. <laughs> something, it something, out fine. <laughs> something strong would be like, that is a hot take, but it, maybe that's a strong take or a good take. For, forte right. means you're going to yell this from the rooftops, Father Anthony. Mezzo okay. means you're never going to say it. Never let anybody hear it. Or no, sorry, sorry. That's piano. piano. And then mezzo is like, eh, whatever. Okay, I understand now. And okay. and since I got I got referenced as a uh, as another radio show's uh, mother who likes <laughs> to bring games to his radio show, so she brings sound effects. This time I brought sound effects for your lovely listeners, and I don't know what it'll turn into. But if you say forte, you'll hear something forte as like a. <laughs> for, for those who are just listening to the podcast and not watching this gloriousness on on YouTube or on a clip or something, uh, JP is playing a piano that he makes. It makes noise because he blows into it. Yeah, this is uh, this is uh, what do you call it? Because it's uh, it's not a harmonica, which is what I've heard it called it something, but I don't know if I can call it that on your show live. <laughs> no, it's uh it, cuz it's it's one of those fail videos where they do the Jurassic Park. Why am I not remembering the name of this instrument? I, I don't know. That's cuz you're not you're not here for the instrument talk. You're here no, to give us hot takes. I'm not a musician. <laughs> I I have previously been a professional musician but no longer. Yeah, right. we don't care. We you're here for yeah. takes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we jumping into the first take? Yeah, or, I'm I starting. Sure hope so. I'm starting with something not specifically religious because the timing of, of when this is going to come out, in case you're listening to this far in the future, you know, we're still in Christmas time. And so I think that candy cane is the best Christmas candy, but it's too easy to make it sharp and hurt yourself. So they need to fix it. That's that's piano. The best Christmas like candy. Yeah. Candy cane is the best Christmas candy. There, I mean, candy cane. Like, I love mint candies, mint flavors in general. But candy canes are just annoying, tedious, and I do not care for them at all. Uh, I'd rather take you know a box of like chocolates for Christmas or whatever else. I'm going piano on this, and also you deserve to stab yourself for eating that terrible candy. <laughs> 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 Father Anthony, name one other specifically Christmas candy. 
Yeah. I keep thinking of cookies and pastries. Maybe, exactly. Maybe, is, that, is that the only Christmas candy? It's the only one. It's the only one. So here's here's the thing. And this is what JP is the best at. I was totally with him until I wasn't. <laughs> so, like, it's the only Christmas candy. So that is a forte take. Uh, gingerbread cookies. No, that's, that's a cookie. not a candy. It's a pastry. <laughs> oh, you're right. But then I guess it's like, not a candy. <laughs> Oh, they're too sharp of a stab myself. I'm not an idiot, JP, despite what listeners of this show might say. I'm not an idiot. Uh, so, Forte first half, mezzo second, or uh, piano second half. <laughs> <laughs> this is working better than I thought I was going to. Not gonna okay, lie. good. Okay, good. All right. Um, here, here's one that will hit home with father here. I think priests would be better priests if they had to eat dinner with a family in their home once a week. That was a requirement of the priesthood. I think they would be better for it. Ooh, I'm almost forte on that. I'm going to go mezzo because I think it's a very good idea. Um, but don't make me don't make me do more. I People make me do stuff all the time. There's so many rules I have to follow. If you make it a force thing, like some priests, you. I mean, let's let's be honest. Maybe you don't want every priest at, at, at your table. Like, you know some priests you would love to invite over, and some priests maybe you wouldn't want to invite over. Let's be honest now. So, like, making that a rule would cause all kinds of problems. That being said, in general, I think it's very helpful and good, at least in my life, in life of my priest friends who I know, uh, we love spending time with families. It helps, keeps us grounded, gets us connected with the parishioners. It's lovely. It's a good time to, like, meet people in a real and deep way. So I'm I'm... I'm gonna go mezzo on that because you're you're almost there. You're almost right. I don't have a sound for mezzo. I don't know how to do mezzo. It's <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the keyboard. Yeah. So, uh, Father Anthony, I think it's forte because I think that your two qualms about it I can actually solve. Uh, okay. We'll start with the second one first. The second one, some priest you don't want at your house. You yeah. are correct, but that doesn't mean there are also parishioners that I don't like. Send the priests I don't like to the parishioners' family that I uh. don't like. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. And Father Anthony, I'm gonna fig- I figured out the first one for you. You're right. Okay. Priests are busy. You're way too busy for me. I see you once a month for an hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is the one thing that you would get rid of that you are allowed, you are required to do. That you could get rid of as a priest. One hour, hour and a half. Replace that once a week with going to have dinner with a family. Oh, uh, marriage paperwork and meeting with couples. Uh, not that I dislike meeting with couples. It's just we have so many weddings. It takes up a lot of time. But definitely, I despise marriage paperwork. Get rid of that. You free up some serious time for me, and I will I will meet with whatever family and eat whatever food they give me if I can get rid of those. Two give days. me the ones that are already married. I don't want those prenups. It's too much work. It's too much work. Why not kill the two birds with one stone? Doing. Do dinner instead of your marriage prep conversation. Just do it over over dinner. Done. Oh yeah, I'm gonna trust two unmarried people to cook for me. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's You're a test unmarried. of their ability to be married. <laughs> Exactly. I don't trust me to cook for anybody. <laughs> I, so I'm I heard four I don't trust me to cook for me. Yeah, but yeah. usually there's one. There's usually one among the two. Yeah, very forte for me. I, I solved all the issues, and I honestly think Father Anthony should change his mind. Okay. <laughs> all right. Next one. Uh, the theology of relics is the laziest and least consistent teaching in the church. Because look at this, look at this. If I die and I'm not a saint, I have to keep my body together and I can't go spread my ashes somewhere. I can't cut up my body and send it across the world. But if all of a sudden we think you're a saint, now people are taking the blood out of John Paul II before he dies so that they can make sure they can spread it around the world. Like, it's a really weird theology First that does all, not, does not no jive with the rest No one's taking the blood of, of John Paul II. Go look it Were up. They did it. They did it. They didn't, like, they didn't like drain the blood out of his corpse, put it in vials, and give it to people. They okay? did. No, they, they did. did not. Go look it up. <laughs> Whatever. I just think, okay, I just think it's weird that you can cut off the head of a saint and go send it to some other church in some other part of the world, and that's okay. But, like, you know, someone who wants to, to spread their ashes in the ocean because they're not keeping their body intact is something. Okay, it's not just keeping your body intact. It's having a place of rest for them where you know where they are. Like, relics are kept in reliquaries. They have special paperwork for them. Like, if you, <laughs> but if we if believe you have, that our like, body... ashes thrown into the ocean, then, like, if you do become a saint, <laughs> it's probably one of the biggest, you know, <laughs> screw yous to, to the people who, who pray to you. They never get any of your relics. You get no devotion. 
<laughs> it's but why do you need that? That's such a weird thing. I, like, I'm, with, I'm with JP on this, uh, which is rare. I'm with JP yes. on this because it's like, like honestly, I get, I get the like, oh, if this, then this, then this, and this. I get where your logic is going because it's like, oh, if we can split up the true cross into a million pieces and God can find that, or if we can split up, you know, Saint Peter's bones uh, um, amongst the whole world, or you know, all these saints that literally have pieces of them all across the world. I mean, if there's thousands of pieces of them. You think God can't find thousands of people of somebody's ashes in the ocean? Come on! He's well, God! I wouldn't, he want, I wouldn't want to risk it. I think God is looking for reliquaries and paperwork. Otherwise, <laughs> your glorified body is missing like a thumb. Well, uh, all things the, are possible. The, the, the paperwork wasn't filled out because Father Anthony was eating dinner with someone. <laughs> maybe this is because God is lazy. I don't know. Uh, maybe he doesn't want to go around searching for your ashes in the ocean. In the ocean, maybe I it's just, just a polite thing to do. Maybe I give want, God a break every once in a while. You're so busy sinning. The very least, the last thing you can do is make your body easy to find when you oh, die. Oh, you lived a saintly life, but you got turned into ashes. So to hell with you. <laughs> it's not to hell. I mean, the idea is so people. <laughs> and, you know, use your relics as devotion. If you're tossed into the ocean, you're basically saying there's no chance of this ever happening. Well, that's very pessimistic. Piano. Read, read, read the take again. Read the take again, JP. So wanna... my take is that the theology of relics is the laziest and least consistent teaching in the church. Okay. I, I'm going to go mezzo because I can't I can't say that it's the laziest because I think that the church is way lazier in so many other in so many <laughs> other places. But I, I think I, I think there's some, some merit to it. Uh, but I also think that like I was thinking about relics the other day and like how weird it is. It's like, I mean, somebody dies and like we're supposed to respect and honor the dead. And we're like, oh, they were saintly. I'm going to go cut off her pinky. Like, it's so strange to me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not like they take a hacksaw to it. They have they have the uh, liturgical hacksaw. It's gold plated. <laughs> it's uh, there's a whole ritual with it. There's incense burning at the same time. There are candles. There's uh, chants being sung as you're cutting off the pinky finger. It's a really very beautiful thing if you get the chance to experience it. Oh, I I'll experience it the next time I come to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Cut off your tongue. <laughs> I'm putting it out there for everyone to know that when I die, I'm telling everyone that I want to be buried fully alive. You know, fully intact. Alive. Fully alive. alive. Fully intact, so that one day when they unearth my body, that's the only way they'll know I'm a saint, is that I'm still, you know, preserved in my original oh, form. How, how funny would it be is they ship your body parts all over the world, and it's incorrect <laughs> everywhere. It's just a fleshy pinky somewhere. <laughs> you can still, have my pinky. Juicy. I grant you my pinky, Taylor. Uh, I when want I die. pinky toe. Okay, if I'm you. a saint. Uh, only if I'm a saint. Otherwise, the church is mad at me. All right. Okay. So, I. okay. The next one. Uh, the diocese should have a dedicated layperson architect to be the one driving updates or design and planning of new churches more than some parish priest who's not trained for that and is going to rotate away soon anyways. No, that's piano. Just as many, ter actually more terrible churches have been designed by lay people than priests. Now, priests haven't done a great job either, uh, but th whether or not they're lay or priestly has no effect on the ugliness of the church. Uh, a lot of times when a church is built, it's with like the priest and a whole group of lay people deciding what they want, and they all have terrible opinions together. Let's be honest. This isn't a priest or lay people problem. This is just a human being problem. Once again, you and your lay false superiority have betrayed <laughs> you. It's its own kind of clericalism. Uh, the church is always angry at you, JP. I declare it right now and say that's piano. <laughs> You know, right. you know what I, I think should happen. There's a lot of people who uh, who have expertise in these two areas, like they are theologically sound and have an architecture degree, or vi vice versa. Like, like you know, like they have a theology degree, but they also grew up, you know, know stuff about architecture too. I think it's those kinds of people that should be doing this. And I'm, I'm like. I don't think I don't think it should be one person because that's dangerous. I don't think it should be a yeah. whole group of people, which is like what Father Anthony was saying. I think there should be a meet in the middle, meet in the mezzo, if they, if you will, uh, and have you know have some like two, maybe three people, like a, a, a religious, a priest, somebody like that, and and a, and an architect, you know, lay person, and have them 
kind of come together to do it because too many cooks in the kitchen is a problem <laughs> with anything in the church, but also a lack of expertise. Let the experts do it. The theological no. person to make sure it's theologically sound and the no. architect to make sure that it's good. Uh, we're gonna moving on to the next one. Father Wait, Anthony doesn't. No, 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 no. Wait, I didn't hear thing. what his take there was. There should though. be no new churches. There's enough nice, nice churches out there in the world. So you have to pick a church. It has to be at least 200 years old. You copy and paste that. We don't need new churches. We don't need new designs. Ridiculous. You live Just in a part of the world paste. where they're turning your old churches into libraries and theater <laughs> parks. Like, come on. Yeah, down here in yeah. Texas, we're growing. Yes. We Take need more churches. beautiful church before it was a skater park and just We're doing our job it. evangelizing. We need more churches. <laughs> what, fa- what Father Anthony wants is for every church to be a Walmart. You're like, oh, no matter where I go in the world, <laughs> if I, that Walmart I go into this church. like Notre Dame, then yeah, I'd be totally okay with that. <laughs> Older, new Notre Dame. I can always. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. Grumble, grumble. Okay, okay. So, but Taylor, I didn't hear if you thought it was Forte, Piano, Mezzo. Uh, mezzo. Okay. All right. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of these people that are the professionals that know what they're doing, I think if you can make a decent living doing your work in the secular world, you should tithe your talent to the church when it's needed. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> Priest versus artist. <laughs> Go. <laughs> if if Taylor, if Taylor can make enough money making great podcasts for secular purposes, and his church comes to him and says, "We want a podcast," he should find a way to tie that to his church as his giving to his church and his community because that's his expertise, and he can make enough to be comfortable outside of that. Now, the other side would say that, no, then the church never actually values what you do because they're not actually paying for it and they're not hurting for it or they're not directing their money where it needs to go. But I think that's just the right thing to do. If you have the talent, you share it. You share your talents. Okay. few things. A few things. Uh, one about that critique. A lot of churches don't have money. You're like, oh, we should pay everybody a just wage and stuff and have 500 employees. And meanwhile, I'm giving two cents to the collection thing. Like, there's a lot of parishes like that. So settle down. First, secondly... Like, if you are, okay, there's so many things that you said. One, parishes don't need podcasts. End of story. So, Taylor, you don't have to do anything. I'm just using it as an example that he would understand. Please, God, no one else do a podcast. No one needs aerospace for me. But that being said, your original take, JP, finally, a good one, Forte. If you are, like, good at business, like, you should be on the uh, finance council. It doesn't mean you're spending, like, all of your time there, but some of it. Like, if you are a a contractor or something, at the very least, when the pastor calls up saying, hey, am I getting a good deal on this or I need something, you should be able to do that because it is your church. And if you're good at stuff, like me, as a human being who's bad at most things— I need lay people who are good at things to help me. You want that. I want that. Everyone benefits. So here, here's my problem. Uh, I, you are right. But in reality, how does this actually happen? Uh, it, like the, the tithing rules is kind of the general rule. I don't think I've ever talked about this. We've talked about tithing money a couple of times because, as Father Anthony said, and I think JP too, people, people want a bunch of stuff and then give two cents. Like you can't you, – but – I think the same like 10% tithing rule, everybody can argue about it. That's a general, a good general rule of thumb, 10% of your income to churches and charities, whatever we've talked about on the show. Go find it. Um, I think you should be donating about 10% of your time too. like meaning how I see that to mean if you're work, most people work 40 hours. So donating about four hours of your time to church or ministries or, or whatever. Right. Um, but how this happens, uh, there, there's a balance, and it's hard, and it's kind of a discernible balance. Like I'm in, in personal situations, I've been in this, where it's like, hey, can you share your expertise with this? And it's like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do that. But then I say yes, and then I get asked again to do something else, then I get asked again, and now I'm saying yes to everything. And it's like, ask someone else, <laughs> because like I, I'm tapped out, you know? Um, so yeah, yes and no. I'm going to say it's a piano original take. No, I'm going to say it's mezzo because I think in 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 reality it's a good thing to do. Just in my personal history, it has not tended to gone to go well, and I have quit many <laughs> ministries. And I'm finally <laughs> coming back, as I mentioned. I am now donating my time again to uh, being on the pastoral council, just not doing music because there's still a lot of uh, harm there. So <laughs> JP can do the music with his new instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're out of time, but JP, do you have one last one that we can get through hard-hitting quickly? 
hard hitting quickly, the best kinds of priests are the ones like our dear friend Father Anthony, who have mastered the art of showing that priests can screw up too without causing scandal <laughs> because of how screwed up they are. Forte, forte, forte! Forte! Uh, all my screw ups are fun shenanigans! Yay! <laughs> I just, I hate priests that are just like have to be perfect all the time and never let you see any real part of them. It's like, come on, man. We know you screw up. <laughs> the the reason I don't feel bad about cussing is because of Father Anthony. So I want to thank him for that service. <laughs> <laughs> or messing up in speeches when he says crazy yeah. things in his homily. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've told Father Anthony this multiple times. It's why he's my favorite priest. It's because he's a human person, which, mm. like, you know, it, it has allowed me as a lay person to be like, hey, Priests aren't perfect and they can screw up, but they're still good people, right? Like having both of them, because I have had priests where I'm like, they screwed up. They're a terrible person. And also they, they seem to think that they are God and they are clearly not. Right. So yeah, ha- that's the real problem. having yes. the just right in the middle, because <laughs> Father Anthony, as he is the self-proclaimed okay as priest, because Father Anthony is a mezzo priest, the take is for <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, Father Anthony. N- nothing. That's it. That's it. For well, you. I said forte. I was I was loving every second of that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, JP, uh, you, we were much nicer to you today. Yeah. Uh, because well, I, you, I, I learned. I, I, you're you're learning. You're growing. We're very proud of you. The microphone. Uh, it was the, the microphone. Yeah, the microphone <laughs> made you a better person for sure. Uh, so yeah, thanks. We're gonna keep doing this again, but we wanted to start off the year with some of your crazy takes. We hope that people enjoyed it. Uh, JP, thanks for coming. Yeah, I'll see you guys next time in like the next six months or whatever. Yeah, exactly. We do. This, this yeah. six month uh, subscription package that I have ordered with JP for these takes. All right, it's don't my go 10%. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. One of the big events within Catholicism that I have not attended yet that I would love to is World Youth Day. I'm hoping that I can get there soon, maybe even this time. And if I do, I can tell you that I will be going with our friends over at Select International. World Youth Day uh, gathers over 2 million Catholic young people. Um, and this year, or this the next one is next year, August 1st through 6th, 2023 in Lisbon, Portugal. The Holy Father is going to be there. Select International Tours has helped organize Paris and diocesan trips for the last four World Youth Day events, and they're looking to help parishes and dioceses do the same for this next one. Um, There's a lot of additional places that you can go as well. Lords, Rome, and more. So uh, if your parish is thinking about going, if your diocese is thinking about going, if you just want to go, why not check out Select International Tours? They can help you guys get there. So head on over to ForteCatholic.com slash tours for more info. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I'm Taylor Stroll, and I'm coming out of my cage, and I've been doing just fine. Father Anthony has changed clothes. What? Yes, you look I'm like in Mr. My Rogers. <laughs> I know this is this is a Christmas segment, so I put on my my Texas Christmas sweater. There's there's a a cactus uh-huh. with uh you know Christmas lights on it because I thought you know a little extra treat for our YouTube audience that we're trying to grow. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready for this? I. I- Almost. Uh, how many miles do you think I am away from the nearest cactus? Um, like uh, 0.3. I assume there's actually one in your yard. I mean, it's got to be at least 250. I mean, for one in the ground. I mean, somebody might have one in a pot in their house that I'm not aware about. But Nope. All of Texas <laughs> looks like my sweater, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Okay. Well, we'll move on. That's a piano take. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I don't know what's going on, which is something that I always enjoy on my show, not knowing what's right. happening. But you, but you, you wanted to do a, a Christmas segment, which is fine because we're still in the Christmas season here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not over, and uh, you you were you you wanted to ask me a question about uh, whose child this was. Yeah, so uh, you're like Father Anthony. You do pretty much zero work for the show. Could you give me one Christmas present and try to come up with something? Uh, and I was thinking to myself, and we had all of our Christmas masses, and I had Christmas hymns playing in my head, and I was thinking about something to do, and what child is this who came to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, or whatever the words are, was going through my head. I'm like, okay, I will come up with questions for Taylor, and he has to figure out what child is this. Are you ready? 
Uh, okay. <laughs> it's quite the setup, meaning I'm still clueless about what's happening right now. Okay, so basically I'm going to ask you who this person is. Okay. And I'll give you a hint, a question, and you have to guess what child is this, okay? Uh, I, I believe in the church the answer is always Jesus, but I'm guessing that this is a little different. No, this will be this will cover some Jesus things, some not Jesus things. We're okay. going to start off with something easy, uh, and we'll see how it goes. You ready? Uh, do all of the clues rhyme, and will they be sung? Listen, I came up with this an hour before we started streaming, okay? I did a funeral. I got to my computer. I came up with 10 questions. This is what you're going to get. I really wish, uh, if you really loved me and really loved the show, you would have been sitting there during the funeral at the moments that you didn't have, like, speaking parts and been like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't say I'm quite that uh, focused and or dedicated. Okay. Ranked number Fifty-two thousand two hundred and fifty-five on Twitch, but number one in our hearts. This bearded John ghost Levins. is still in the top 073 percent of Twitch streamers on the internet. Taylor, what child is this? Uh, Jonathan Eugene Blevins, Lene. Yeah, let me finish my fun questions first, Taylor. Jeez, okay, that was an easy one. Yes, so easy. It blows my mind that like he's in the top 073 uh, percent of Twitch streamers. Like there are so many. So many bad streamers out there that even John Blevins is in the top 1%. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's like me with Catholic podcasts. It's like I, my show is nowhere close to being as popular as like clerically speaking, but like I'm still number like 15. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, which Christmas mass did you family go to? Uh, is this a trick question? Because we had to go twice. No. Okay. Uh, did you go to a vigil mass? Okay, so for Christmas we went on um, Christmas Eve to a mm-hmm. vigil mass, uh, and it was n- not great. Yes, I'm sure it wasn't because those masses are crazy. It's the barbarian hordes, and also there is specific readings for this mass, but a lot of times priests just skip it and do the mass uh, readings for nights. But if your priest did the right thing, this will help you. Okay, here we go. Zadok became the father of Akim. Akim, the father of Eliud. Eliud, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar became the father of Mathen. Mathen, the father of this person, who became the foster father of Jesus, Joseph. What child is this? More specifically, who is Joseph's dad? Who's your daddy? <laughs> who is your daddy? What does he do? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is close. Incorrect. <laughs> Jacob is the father of Joseph. Joseph, the father of Jesus. Wait, 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 wait. Jacob. Joseph. <gasps> Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. And wasn't his son Joseph the coat of many colors? Wasn't jo- Jacob's son Joseph? Maybe. I don't know. It was. Didn't you? I only picked out. It, it, listen, listen. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yes. What, you answer your thing. I think I just made a connection I've ever made before. I was clearly <laughs> wrong, but this might be groundbreaking. To me, at least. What was, what was Joseph's father's name? Jacob. Jacob. Abraham begat Isaac. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Jacob's son was Joseph the coat of many colors. Colors is the same dad name. Isn't that fun? As Old Testament and New Testament, Joseph have this have a dad that's Jacob. That's awesome. It is awesome. That's what we call typology in fancy theological. You've got language. your new Eve and your new Adam. Well, I've got your new Joseph. <laughs> yes, this is the new Joseph. Oh, and, and Joseph saved Egypt, and Joseph, the father, foster father of Jesus, had to save yep. Jesus by going to Egypt. This is right. incredible. And, Why have I never Joseph, heard this before? You know, Joseph was a dreamer. Uh, interpreted things through dreams, like the angels spoke to him in a dream, so did the previous uh, Joseph. They are similar in that way as well. This is incredible. I've never I've never heard anyone talk about this. Yeah, this is why I preach on this reading, because there's actually a lot of fun connections to make. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Okay, so... I can't believe I got that little... answer wrong, and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's weird. Okay, this is one that you should get. The son of Kratos and Lofi, this child, commonly referred to as a boy, but he has a real name. Taylor, what child is this? Loki. Loki is correct. I'll also take an Atreus. He goes by several names. Atreus! <laughs> boy. 
from one of your favorite series, The God of War. Yeah, sure. Okay. I guess Loki is a spoiler for those of you who haven't finished the game. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, it came out three years ago. What do I care? All right. This is a fun one. I'll give you a hint. It, oh, uh, okay. Born in 1976, the child of Deborah and Will Atkins, little Jeffrey would one day be credited with many quotes and songs he didn't actually sing or say on an episode of Forte Catholic. Jeffrey is known by his more popular stage name. Taylor, between you and me, what child is this? Wait, I thought I had it. <laughs> Read it again. <laughs> Born in 1976, the child of Deborah and Will Atkins, little Jeffrey would one day be credited with many quotes and songs he didn't actually sing or say on an episode of Forte Catholic. Jeffrey is more popularly known by his stage name. So, Taylor, between you and me, what child is this? Oh, man. I thought it was either going to be JP. I thought, like, the, the Jeffrey going to be J Or, like, Jeremy McClellan. But I have no, no. idea. This is Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> the Ja Rule episode is one of my favorites. It didn't make the top ten, but the, 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 the little clips of me singing Ja Rule and talking about Ja Rule are, like, the third and fourth most popular videos I've ever posted on YouTube. <laughs> I was like, I have to put a draw rule question. I here. love that it, I, I was thinking JP and Jeremy McClellan, which are the two people that might be the least like draw rule that I know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think they are literally the opposite of draw rule. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that was a good All one. Right. That was a good one. Uh, let's go back to the Bible. After Cain killed Abel, Adam and Eve said, eh, we can make another one. Taylor, what child is this? Seth. The Seth, correct. What? Seth, the replacement for Abel. One of my friend's okay. name is Seth, and I call him the replacement. <laughs> <laughs> that is a biblical burn. I like it. Okay, uh, let's go back to the show. One of only two people on the official Forte Catholic website to boast three guest appearances on your show. She's your friend and mine. Taylor, what child is this? I mean, it's got to be Caitlin Fachista, T with Tolkien. It is Caitlin Fachista. Yeah. I think the only person who has more than three is um, uh, Mitch. Mitchell. Mitchell. Edmund Mitch. Edmund Mitchell. Edmund Mitchell. Oh, Edmund, Mitch. Yes. <laughs> oh, Mitch. Son you of know, a Mitch. Old Mitch guy. <laughs> you. Okay. Uh, okay. So we were talking about podcasts earlier. Half of all podcasts only contain 14 or fewer episodes. Forte Catholic has over 270. The real ones are in it for life. But the really real ones actually make life happen. This little girl was born over a month ago, and her parents are married because of a popular Catholic podcast. Taylor, what child is this? Indiana Sarapa! Yes, my little niece! <laughs> her parents met because of a Catholic podcast, and now they have a baby. so funny. Oh, uh, you know what? I realized that I forgot something in the state what? of the forte. You were talking about how most podcasts don't make it through the yeah. first version. I'm so mad at myself that I didn't put this in the first segment, because it was supposed to be... This was supposed to be the climax of the first segment, and here we are in the middle of the third, <laughs> taking a little pause. But you know the most popular Catholic podcast this year? Like in uh, 2021, was the uh, Bible in a Year podcast? Bible right? in a Year podcast. Who hosts that? Um. Oh, that that priest guy. Um. Oh, what's his name? He's like uh, a priest, but he's like not as good looking as I am. Um. Uh, all of them. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I think he's just so forgettable. He's not popular at we all. Call him Father Robin, <laughs> Father Mike Smith, <laughs> who we hung out with once together. That was fun. <laughs> um, yes, we did. But uh, so you heard of Bible in a Year, where you could listen to a podcast every day, and Father Mike walked mm -hmm. you through the Bible in one year. Well, um, a lot of people fell off that podcast and didn't finish the year because that's how life is. You know, we're not all perfect right. Catholics. You, you try to do something for the new year, it doesn't happen. So I would have liked to announce now. I would have liked to announce 40 minutes ago. But I am announcing okay. now. <laughs> uh, riding on the coattails of Father Mike's Bible in a Year. I have a new challenge for everyone. Forte Catholic in a year. Yeah. This is episode 272. So if you listen to one episode every day, by the end of the year, we will have about 320 episodes. So you can listen to one episode of Forte Catholic one day every year, every day in 2022. And you can even miss 
There are 40 missed days built in because we're Catholic. We all know we're going to make mistakes. Oh, you're not going to pray every day. You're not going to listen to an episode every day. But you can go back starting with episode one and listen to one episode of Forte Catholic every day and have 40 days left to spare. You're welcome. I thought you were going to say, if you listen to one episode of Forte Catholic every day for the year, you will have brain damage by the end of the year. <laughs> I didn't say you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It would be a fun I experiment. Got... You could see how much better the show has gotten over the years. <laughs> yes, yes, you would. Okay, three more questions. Okay. Solomon, the famous child of David, had some ups and downs in his life, but his son couldn't even keep the kingdom of Israel together. Taylor, what child is this? Ooh, I knew this when I studied it in college. Let's see if I can go deep into the brain case. Who broke up Israel? They split apart, never to be returned again. They're still fighting mm-hmm. about it. Jo- mm-hmm. Jos- Josiah? He is a king. Jehoshaphat? <laughs> no. Uh, ja Rule? <laughs> <laughs> ja Rule, the son of Solomon the Wise. Where would I be without my baby? <laughs> <laughs> no, the correct answer is Rehoboam. I also have taken Jeroboam. Jeroboam, Jeroboam. was the one who took the north. Jer- we have taken up the northern kingdom. Gotcha. Rehoboam was the southern. Jer- okay. Jeroboam was the word I was looking for. I was not looking for Rehoboam. Yes, that, I will count that one because he, he took the northern kingdoms. Okay, speaking of which. Living in the shadow of a king must be tough. People have high hopes for the progeny of LeBron James. Taylor, what child is this? Uh, in 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 the Space Jam movie or in real life? <laughs> in real life, he did uh, he did not cast his son in a movie about his son playing basketball when he's one of the best players in the country. Bronny James, Bronny James, correct. And I'm just amazed at the fact that like I could just Google that and his name's there. The poor kid. I don't know what it's like to have his life. No, he, um, he, he, uh, I mean, it's fine. He's he's rich. He's famous. What is he <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Uh, you know that his dad, like he's he's a very highly rated prospect and his dad one of the reasons that he's still playing at like 36 37 years old is that he wants his last year in the league that would be the first year that his son is eligible so if his son ends up being good enough he wants to play with his son in his last year in the league that would be really cool okay last one there is only one king of kings lord of lords savior of the world we know him as jesus but in hebrew his name sounds a little different Taylor, what child is this? Uh, you already said it. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus's original name was Taylor. Yeshua. That is incorrect. Yeshua. Yeshua or Joshua if you want to Englishize God it. God bless you. Bit. Uh, Jesus comes from the Latin translation. It still counts. Don't freak out. You can call him Jesus. He's cool with it. Uh, and there you go. Taylor, that was what child is this? That was fun. I liked that. Good. I like I, I just because we've done stuff like this before. I thought it was going to be like a lyrics thing, so I was going through the lyrics. I'm like, what's funny about this? <laughs> <laughs> right now, I did think like to myself, like, man, I should I could really come up with like a whole song gimmick here. But uh, Father Anthony is getting ready to go on his little vacation right now. He doesn't got time. Nice. For that. Uh, my favorite lyrics. La 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 la. We would have gotten a lot of spiritual edification out of that. Uh, very good father anthony i'm still mad at myself that it took me to the middle of this game to announce the uh forte catholic of the year year. (laughs) the more lenient version of 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 catholic podcast in a year it's a great gimmick i think we should promote it uh thoroughly okay i'm I'm gonna make a separate video because who's still listening at this point so don't worry about (laughs) it if you're still listening to this let everyone you know about let everyone know that you know about forte catholic in a year. Father Anthony, we did it. Happy New Year. Blessed Happy New blessed Year. Christmas time for the baby Yeshua. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as always, uh, after you're done listening to your Forte Catholic episode of the day, uh, switch on over in your Spotify to Ja Rule and play a classic hit for me and your good friend, <laughs> Father Anthony Sharapa. I'll be back <laughs> next week. Say it! <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to today's show. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, 
please hit that subscribe button. It's the nicest thing that you can do for podcasters and YouTubers. Hit the subscribe button, please. That means you won't miss anything. We've got a, a new show coming every week on the podcast, but also over on YouTube. I've mentioned it before, but we have released so many videos here recently. We've got um, just in this past week, two songs, two Christmas songs that I sang for a live Christmas concert that we put on our YouTube channel. Uh, Allison and I dive into uh, Apple Apple TV Plus's The Morning Show. Um, it's a really good show if you haven't watched it yet. It really tackles the Me Too movement. We talk about that. Um, obviously, the the show, this show every week, Top 10 Catholic Podcasts you should be listening to, the single and Catholic video that I mentioned earlier. There's so much going on over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Please hit that subscribe button today. Guys, you are the best. One final thing. Uh, we are trying to hire someone new. Uh, to work with us this year, somebody who has been a contractor with us for a while, and they are graduating in May, and we would love to be able to hire them. I currently don't have the money to hire them. Forte Catholic has enough money to pay me <laughs> a little bit and uh, take care of our expenses. But um, and in this new year, if you're looking for somewhere to give, we are looking for one-time donations or monthly support. Um, really trying to push between now and May so that we can hire uh, this young man to really help us do uh, more ministry than we're already doing. So please keep us in mind for that. ForteCatholic.com slash donate. You can give monthly. You can give one time. Um, we're trying to reach that goal of being able to hire him part-time by May. So thank you guys in advance for all, your, all of your support there. Thank you for listening and watching the show. Thank you for subscribing, and I'll see you soon.